championship. Can you feel Candlestick? Welcome to Cover 49. My name is Tesh, and Brian Young belongs in the Hall of Fame. I got my man, man, Chrissy Chris in the building. What's up? What's happening? What's up, America? We back. Like Who's Fresno State got this week? Uh, we're waiting on uh, our bowl. See what bowl we get into. Uh, mm-hmm. our, uh, our arch rival didn't do us a favor. Boise State didn't take care of business and beat uh, San Diego State in their uh, last game of the season. So it's going to be Utah State versus San, Di- San Diego State for the Mountain West Championship. What's up with uh, – so Jay Kanner is leaving, huh? Yep. Well, the yeah, head coach is leaving. Well, Jay, yeah, Jay Kanner, the quarterback, he's on the uh, transfer portal, and then the head coach is going up to Washington, so you probably think Jay Kanner is probably going up there. What is Ronnie Rivers doing? Oh, uh, he, he done. He already did six years. He ain't <laughs> seven. I mean, damn, that's a super, super, super senior. Is he going to try to go to the league? Yeah, he'll probably try to, you know – Oh, uh, he might. He that's probably like a fifth to seventh round grade, maybe undrafted, but he might make a squad. I mean, yeah, we'll see. He's, he's cool. We got the bag man Jamal in the house wearing his very own Sprint Right Option T-shirt. What's going on, Jamal? Not much, man. I'm tired, but I'm representing. What you drinking today? Uh, water. Shit in the water. Chris got a Mickey's. I've been a Mickey's since fucking. 10 years ago, <laughs> throwback Thursday. Damn, you went to 7 Eleven today and you just saw the Mickey's and you're like, I was calling my name. Oh, yeah, straight malt um, liquor. Hey, I, I had to, uh, I was, you know, it was a pizza night, you know, when I was waiting oh, yeah. to be ready. I stopped at the gas station across the street and I was like, eh, it's a little shitty selection. So I was like, you know what? I got a hot two dollars. Let's make it work. I was, I was a steward reserve guy during that time. Oh man, one and done. Mm hmm. Anything after that, you're a fool. Yep. So, yeah, a little throwback. Sorry, Cash, we won't talk about this anymore. No, you guys can talk about it. I just, you know, beer and pizza, I guess, is supposed to be a good mix, but I like to drink Dr. Pepper with my pizza. Yes. (laughs) Or Mr. Pip. The only guy I know drinks Mr. Pip. Tastes the same, doesn't it? Uh, It does. It does. (laughs) But uh, I'm not a soda guy. Um. We had a good day against the Vikings. Got to take my uh, future father-in-law and my dad and my girl to the game. It was a great night for or a great day for everybody. Kissing uh, and telling, Tash. Don't be kissing and telling about the nightcap. Nah. Uh, so it was a great day for everybody. The 49ers won. It was like um, the first half was a little closer than everybody wanted in the stadium. But, uh, you know, one thing that did happen for me was uh, when Debo went hurt, got hurt. Uh, it was a groin, right? He uh, – when Debo got hurt, he took his helmet off, and I've heard it said on the TV. I've never experienced it where they say the the breath out of the stadium uh, was knocked out. You guys ever heard that uh, saying? Yeah, uh, that was the first time I heard like a whole stadium go. <gasps> yeah, same thing happened to us in uh, 2019 when Bosa got that sack and kind of got a, the uh, yeah. knocked out of him. I think it was yeah. the playoffs. It just popped up and the whole stadium just lost their shit, man. But we yeah. were just stone quiet till it got back up. Yep, but Debo, I mean, he did get back up, but the way that he was walking off, I knew that he was done because 
he kind of felt his groin a little bit and he walked off without his helmet. Anytime you walk off with your, your helmet, it's, you know. I think he knew because it didn't really look like, uh, you know, anything really when I watched. I was like, but I mean, once you feel that little tightness, it's like, oh, yeah, if I try to like explode or try to do, you know, do too much, I might make it worse. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. So it's been a few weeks since we recorded and I we, we, we did record after the Rams game, uh, but the Niners have found a new formula in winning ball games. They try to run the ball over 40 times a game. They try to limit it, limit those balls that Jimmy Garoppolo's throwing and try to do one-read formations, one-read plays for Jimmy G and just keep them in front of the change. Jamal, do you think we have a winning formula? Yeah, it showed on the field that's a winning formula. Um, I'm not happy with the lack of confidence with Jimmy G right now, just giving him these one-read throws, but it's working for us. <laughs> but, uh, no, I'm happy with it. I mean – Elijah Mitchell is doing his thing. You know, he's worth uh, 15 to 20 touches a game. I mean, that Debo, you know, five to 10 carries a game. I was I was cool with that. Uh, you know, mixing in other people, getting them uh, the ball in their playmaker's hands. Um, I always think that's a, a recipe for success. Less Jimmy is more is more is better for us. So um, I'm I'm happy with the formula. If we can get to 40. Uh, rushes the game. I mean, that means we're controlling the clock and keeping our defense fresh, keeping those pass rushers uh, ready to hunt. Uh, Chrissy, Chris said before the show that the Brandon Ayuk went out from the doghouse to the penthouse. What is Brandon Ayuk showing you, Chrissy, Chris? Uh, do you think it was he was in the doghouse, or do you think just things just started clicking for him? Uh, probably a combination of both. You know, he might have been in the doghouse, you know, just because the coaching staff probably know his potential and, you know, know his worth and know that he can probably be uh, performing better than what he can. And then, you know, and he probably had to get back in shape, you know, get back in football shape, get uh, get his legs under him, you know, knock off some of that rust. But I'm, I'm, I'm happy he's hitting the stride at the right time, especially we're going to need him uh, next couple of weeks if uh, Debo is going to be sidelined. For a week or two, Jamal, what do you what do you see now, to Debo? I mean, not Debo. I'm sorry, Brandon. Are you? Oh, that for me? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jamal, what do you, I didn't hear. I did hear you. What do you, Jamal? What do you see out of Brandon? Are you from uh, doghouse to penthouse? That's super clever, by the way. Really like that. Chris, Chris did it. Yeah, my name is so doghouse yeah, name to penthouse. That. I'm just I'm happy to see him on the field, man. I mean, he was getting averaging twenty to twenty five snaps per game, so it's nice to see him on the field. You know. Snatched the ball of the air with his hands. Uh, Yak after the, you know, making those uh, yards after the catch. He's a willing blocker. We've seen that on film over and over again. Um, I still understand why he was kind of caged early on the season, but, you know, happy to see him back on the field now. He had to lose some weight. So, so apparently so. <laughs> that boy's got like 6% body fat of that, man. Come on. I don't know if, if he had to lose some weight or not. I mean, we'll never be able to tell unless we have like Kyle Shanahan on the, on, on the pod, which if we ever do, that'd be great. But uh Tess would roast it. Trust me, he got mad. <laughs> Tell him all that nonsense you was talking. You get no codes. <laughs> um but, but I was gonna say that we just had the Thursday night football game in CD Lamb. There's like four plays where he's kind of looking at the sideline like I don't know the play. And it's like <laughs> you don't um, need to know the play, man. Just give him the ball. Yeah. And I, I kind of think that's a situation where C.D. Lamb's a young receiver. Obviously, he didn't know four of the plays. He didn't know what he was doing, but he just kind of ran out there and tried to find a, 
a spot in the zone and Dak found him a few times where it's kind of like, you know, some maybe these young receivers have a huge learning curve. And I think that Brandon Ayuk was in the doghouse for not being in par of what Shanahan expects out of the receivers. But I know that we might be passing and Ayuk is doing better in the offense, but I just think, you know, give the kid a chance, man. Give the kid a chance. We finally throwing some balls his way and it's, and it's, and it's hard to catch a ball from Jimmy G. Uh, speaking about catching balls from Jimmy G, I think the wide receiver in a whole, as a whole is playing, uh, the wide receiver room in as a whole is playing really well. I really like what we've seen out of Trent Surfield and one Juwan Jennings. Both of those guys are blocking downfield. They're getting nasty. They're causing defenses, throw flags on them. Uh, and, they're, and they're bailing out. They had a couple of big time third down catches and Jennings, is like a red zone threat. Um, Chris, do you think these guys can Mac, uh, pick up the slack that Debo's leaving? Uh, I think so. Uh, passing game wise, I don't think that they're going to be uh, jet sweeps in their uh, in their future or any lineup in the backfield. I mean, I would I could be wrong, but I, I can't see uh, Jennings or uh, Sherfield uh, lining up in uh, in the eye formation or anything like that and taking a, a ISO up the middle. Um, but I can think, uh, I think that'll be all right with the slams, you know, like you said, Jennings would be that red zone. I mean, he almost had that, that nice second touchdown, um, couldn't get his feet down, uh, on that, uh, last, uh, second touchdown he almost had, but, uh, I'm, I'm expecting big things from them. I mean, surf was, he was high at the beginning preseason in a couple first weeks. So, I mean, it's nice to unleash him again, see if he has fresh legs and get it all going. So I think, uh, Passing game, receiving wise, I think uh, we can get you know some value up right there, but we won't be able to get that uh, rushing threat that we usually get from Debo. I could see him getting a couple uh, jet sweeps. Maybe he won't be lined up in the backfield like uh, Debo was, but he'll uh, get a couple jet sweeps, kind of loosen up that defense. I can see uh, see that happening. It should be interesting, is because it's becoming like the formula, right? You get a little kind of Jeff Sweets. You you put Debo in the backfield and let him run some outside zone stuff, kind of pitch it to him, kind of give it to him on a wide angle handoff. I, I kind of like what they're doing with Jimmy G and uh, Debo. They're kind of making Jimmy G spin all the way around and hand the ball off almost his back to the defense, which gives you the same type of mesh as if Jimmy G would pitch it under center, the same, the distance from the offensive line, I mean. And so – Kyle Shanahan is getting creative in the ways that he's getting playmakers of ball easier than trying to throw it to them. So I'm very interested to see how what Kyle Shanahan does. I think uh, Ayuk and Kittle are going to have big days. And, I, of course, Elijah Mitchell, right? Uh, Elijah Mitchell led the team in catches last week with five receptions and, of course, carries with 27 receptions, going over a combined 160 yards of the touchdown. So Elijah Mitchell is due for a big game. Um, but we'll see. Jamal, you got your hands up? Yeah, you think uh Trey Lance gets some run? No, this week? uh they, they they talked about it on Monday. Uh Shanahan was asked how come Trey Lance hasn't been playing, where's the Trey Lance package at? And he said that he gets in a better better rhythm when he keeps one quarterback in as a play caller. And these last three weeks with our formula of winning, I, I think that's true. I think um, like Chris alluded to. In the beginning of the season, in the first few games, I, Shanahan was being outcoached. Uh, I think he went back to what he does well and what he wants to do well and what he feels comfortable with Jimmy G and the team. He also said that 
when Trey Lance comes in, the defense is so much different than what they've shown all game that it, it kind of knocks him off his rhythm. So I don't think Trey Lance comes in at all, actually. Can Trey Lance run a slant? Uh, he can maybe run a toss. <laughs> no. Jet sweep. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but we'll see. Maybe you get in the red zone, you run some Q power stuff with like Taysom Hill. Man, Taysom Hill is so bad. <laughs> Waiting for it. <laughs> He's so bad. Like in his defense, though, he was hurt for the last like three That's weeks, why I said I he had a broken finger. Yeah, he might broke his finger that third play of the game. Okay, well then Trevor Simeon is so bad. There you go. No, hell no, you couldn't try him <laughs> out, man. Uh, three weeks in a row, of that that was bad. Sean Payton low key might lose his job because of him. Nah, you gotta give him. A, you gotta give him one more year, right? Yeah, uh, he good. I mean, he you know he good. I mean, they're gonna. He got enough uh, cachet, you know, enough uh, you know clout, or you know this. He got. He can afford a couple of bad years. You know, he brought that franchise from nothing to something. They went from the Aints to the Saints. So, no, uh, back to the ain't right now. Yeah, they're gonna bring out the paper bags if they even make those anymore. <laughs> um, so. paper or plastic? Just say paper. I, I still say paper. Do you paper. use paper? Yeah, I do. I do. I just went to the grocery store the other day. Jamal, I paper got... or plastic? I've never been a paper guy. Always plastic. Yeah. The old school back in the day, you know, paper lunch or the little bag, uh, bag brown bag lunch. He was big shit. <laughs> <laughs> a little PB and J with a little Rice Krispie tree in the Capri Sun and a little peanut M and M's fun size. What's up? You got Capri Sun or a fruit fruit drink? Uh, Capri Sun, man. That uh, Pacific Cool. Pacific Cool. Um, so we talked about Debo and the injury that and the hole that he's gonna left behind. <laughs> we got two guys. Uh, Greenlaw finally makes it back to the pra- or to the football field and he gets hurt again. He uh. His core, they say his core. So I don't know if it's like an abs, oblique, your groin. I don't know, right? They said he has some type of core injury. Um, And then Warner is dealing with a hamstring. Um, That leaves a big hole because Harris, our undersized speedy linebacker, which he was a safety last year, he is out in concussion protocol. So that leaves us Alshay here and – I forgot the other line, linebacker's name. It was in my notes, and I don't have it. Was it Bly Williams or something like that? No. Oh, Flanagan Foles. There we um, go. Yeah, there's Flanagan <laughs> Foles, and then there's another guy competing for the shot. We call ourselves big-time 49er fans, and we don't know who the heck. Hey, is. we only know the stars. We don't know the scrubs. Don't call them scrubs, man. We're going to need them to play. Shit, we're going to call, we call uh, Jalen Smith. We're going to call Tesh. We're going to get Bag out there. We're going to get uh, – Kendricks, everybody gonna get a call. Your phone should be ringing anytime. Johnny Holland, Johnny Holland, and Flanagan Foles are competing for the other linebacker spot. So uh, it should be interesting where if it's Will or Mike, because uh, you know outside here has been playing the Will position with uh, Fred Warner in as the Mike, and now outside here is the guy with the radio and the helmet. He's been practicing with the radio helmet this whole week, and. Uh, We'll see what he can do, man. It is we're just really thin. Chris, are you worried about the linebacker position this week? Um, a little, but not as much as what I've seen Seattle put on tape these last couple of weeks. I mean, no running game. Um, and their passing game was just all slants and goes pretty much. Maybe maybe a bubble screen here and there, but uh, maybe we might be able to sneak this one by. But Seattle, 
So, I mean, once you're rival, it doesn't really matter what the records are. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Now it should be uh, on upset alert. Don't get all what you saw on Monday night. Russell Wilson, you know, he doesn't usually play three, four, five games terrible in a row. So uh, I'm a little concerned. I don't scale one to ten. I'm about like a four. Uh, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. No, no, I'll say I said on a scale of one to ten, uh, about, about a four that I'm worried about our, our linebackers. I um, think one is going to game it out. I think he's going to thug it out. No, yeah. Uh, see, yeah. Who? Warner. I, uh, think nah. I think I, I don't think so. Uh, so Seattle's leading rusher was Collins with seven carries. Next one is Dallas with three carries and Wilson with two carries from last last uh, Monday night against the Washington football team. But they had five three and outs in a row, so that's a big deal with it. Russell Wilson trying to let Russ cook. He had uh, 31 attempts, 20 for 31, 247 against the Washington football team, who has a good defense, but Chase Young is hurt. I would take our defense over theirs, even with our linebacker injury. Jamal, the linebacker position wore you. I'm not too worried about linebacker position. I think I'm going to be seeing a lot more Tart and Hafunga and Ward on the field at the same time. Three safety looks. Um, I'm kind of concerned about this. It's going to be like a Russell Wilson just coming out party. 0-3 since coming back off the injury. And uh, we don't play well in Seattle at all. So I'm kind of concerned about Russell Wilson just getting back on track against us this week. And another test saying Murphy's Law. Yeah. Uh, what did I say? The, the law of numbers. Law of numbers, man. Yeah. Law of numbers. It cannot keep going wrong and it cannot keep going right for you. So, like I said, though, the Niners had lost, what, five games in a row before they went on this three-game winning streak. So, the law of numbers flipped. And so, the Seattle Seahawks are – Just one more week, law of numbers. One more week. After we get out of Seattle, then you can flip the script. No, nah, well – Yeah, but the Phoenix Suns don't believe in law of numbers. Well, I mean, they're going to lose hey, tomorrow. we're going to get them back, though. Friday, we're going to get them back. Yeah, they'll lose tomorrow. Yeah, we'll get them. Wait, we own that one. I'm with you guys, though, man. It is a game that I am worried about. It is a game that uh, is always hard to win in Seattle. And it is a game that if we lose, we're still not out of the playoffs. You know what I mean? But do you really want to go in the playoffs without beating the best teams on your schedule, right? Because after the Seattle, it's the Bengals. The Bengals have been up and down. Falcons looks like an easy win. Titans looks like an easy win all of a sudden. They went from being from one of the best teams to a maybe you can beat them. Texans, I mean, if we lose to the Texans, you know what I mean? And then it's the Rams. So after we have six games left, if the Niners go four and two, can we make the playoffs? No, I was saying I'm a, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in just, you know, getting the playoffs. That's it. I don't care if it's an ugly schedule, you know, ugly wins. Just get in there. You get in there high and you make some noise. Four and two will – if we go four and two the next six games, Chris, that leaves us ten and seven. Ten and seven good enough to make the playoffs. Yeah. But, yeah. Like I said, like 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 Bag said, uh, just get in. You know, then once you get in, then then you can start making some noise. You can start being on the upset. You can be the spoiler of the party. Cause I think uh we'll be a dangerous team. I know where people are slowly starting to get back on the 49er bandwagon. Uh, because we put together a nice little win streak, nice little couple of wins. <clears throat> but um, yeah. I just honestly, that, at the rate now, the way the playoffs are, I mean, we're not going to be the number one seed, so we're going to play the first weekend anyways. And I think we're uh, run game and defense always travel. So 
doesn't really matter if we're at a home game or not. I think we match up well. Bully ball. It's late. Yeah, so prediction, Jamal, what say you, man? What's what's the, what's the final score against the Seahawks? Oh, man, I, I'm worried about this game. I'm worried about Russell Wilson. I'm worried about DK Metcalf Lockett, but I think we're going to pull this one out. Uh, let's say 27-24. Chris, Chris, what you say you? Uh, I'm, I'm saying 27-13. Who? Uh, 49ers. So, every time I pick them to lose, they win. So, I am going 10-7 to 7, Seattle. Oh, <laughs> that's ugly. 10-7 <laughs> to that's 7, a, Seattle. That's a lot of punts. Yeah, I mean, last time we played them, they had five three and outs in a row. And then against the WFT, they had five three outs, three and outs in a row. Um, like you said, hopefully Warner will uh, play, but I don't think he will. I think uh, Warner and Debo are going to get rested up for that Bengals game. Um, it's going to be one of those games. I also think that, you know, Shanahan has been playing real conservative as of late, but I think it's going to be one of those games where he's going to try to grind it out lean on the defense and try to win like 13 to 10, 16 to 10, something like that. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully we get the win. Um, I always start off the show with Brian Young, Shablong in the Hall of Fame. I think Matt Mayoko is doing something great right now. He uh, released an article I haven't got to read yet, but uh, he interviewed a bunch of offensive linemen that played against Brian Young, some Hall of Famers, some pro bowlers, some guys that played in the league a long time that were very good players, and they all say that Bryant Young should belong in the Hall of Fame. And I think it's a shame that he's not in the Hall of Fame yet. I think he is a Hall of Fame type of player. He is a all-decade defense alignment. And uh, Jamal, you got anything nice to say about Brian Young? If you don't, don't say anything. No, I love B.Y., man. He's he's a GOAT, you know, one of the greatest D-linemen in Fortnite's history. Uh, I don't know if he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he definitely deserves to get in the next couple of years. Well, he can't be first ballot anymore. He's been on the ballot for a while. so It's getting to that point where, though, I, don't, I forgot how many years, right? Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens and all those guys, they're on the last year of – Yeah, I know, get... I know. Baseball is 10 years. I couldn't tell you yeah. what football is. I don't know how I long it is. I think it might be 10 also. Because didn't Roger Craig lose his eligibility also? Yeah, Roger Craig didn't make it in. Hall of Famer? Roger Craig's a Hall of Famer. I, it, it's kind of like that thing where I'm not – Roger Craig isn't on Steph Curry's level, but Roger Craig and Bill Walsh changed the position of running back, right? What you see at running back now, Alvin Kamara, guys like Brian Westbrook, you know, uh, just those guys that could be able to catch. Even Elijah Mitchell, you know I mean? Those dual threat guys before – Roger Craig, that was never a thing before Roger Craig and Ricky Waters. That was never a thing. You know what I mean? So, oh, it's crazy. Uh, I heard that uh, Debo stab out there with a thousand yards receiving, five receiving touchdowns, five rushing touchdowns. Right. It's been done by two other uh, players, uh, Marshall Falk and Roger Craig. Right. Yeah. And it just, it just reinvented the wheel. They opened their eyes up to what uh, the running back position, you could put a better skill player there. It used to be just fullbacks and halfbacks. Right, but now you got re- legit weapons playing that position. It was because of guys like Roger Craig and Jerry Rice over and over and over will tell you that the reason why he runs that hill and he trained the way he did is because of how, how Roger Craig trained. He just copied everything Roger Craig did and he brought it to his game. So you got 
arguably the greatest football player of all time out of all positions, Jay Rice saying that Roger Craig is a reason why he is good as he is. You know what I mean? He was wearing the goat fit right at the game on Sunday. Uh, so yeah, he was, he was sitting. He was sitting right there in the back of that end zone where that section is, uh, section one thirty six, Jamal. Um, well, our our tickets. Yeah, one thirty six, right? Uh, one thirty one. One thirty one, right? One thirty one, and so he was sitting in the back of the end zone on that side of the stadium every week. Yeah, but he was he was wearing that white on white on white boy, <laughs> and it said uh, you could you could see from all over there that he had a big old goat on the back of his sweats. Yeah, and he was out there hitting the gritty. I was hitting the gritty too at the house too. I was, you know, everybody was gritty. That, it was pretty cool because <laughs> Thielen scored right, and he scored at that part of the end zone. And then he hit it, uh, and that was a hell of a catch by Thielen. Thielen is a great wide receiver. Like a great right receiver. Yeah, he's got the juice. And then, the and, juice. then and then Debo came and uh, squared on his outside zone to the right side, and he was coming down the same end zone. I didn't think he was going to get the corner. Debo's a lot faster than he looks. Yeah, he don't look like he runs that fast, but he yeah. was even. Yeah, and so he, he got that corner, and he burnt that uh, – he got the edge, and he burnt the corner, and then he started doing – is it called Gritty? The Gritty Dance? Yeah, the Gritty. Yeah, you've been practicing, yeah. Tess? i seen you in the background practicing. No, no, not me. I mean, <laughs> I was practicing. Um, <laughs> Elijah Mitchell runs really well. And it's hard to tell when you're watching on TV, but guys that just lean forward on every single contact, you know what I mean, where he's finishing runs, Elijah Mitchell does that a lot. I, I like the way he runs. I mean, obviously, it's one of the better running backs this season. Would you say he's the best rookie running back? Mm, I, I don't know. He might be because I can't think of any rookies on top of my head right now. Yeah, other than Najee, but oh, he's yeah, having a rough I, time over there in Seattle. Yeah, I mean, Mark yeah. Carter, Javante Williams been playing well, but um, the dude from the Broncos. Yeah, Jamal both of them doing well from UNC. Yeah, yeah. Mitchell's been out producing them. I would say, yeah, I, okay, yeah. Now you give me some. I mean, yeah, especially being a sixth rounder. I mean, yeah, look at the value, you know. Yeah. He for surely does way if you redrafted that draft now, I think he would probably go maybe second or third round. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think I think the first three running backs, you got Najee, Jamal Williams, and Michael Carter. I think all those guys would go. Uh, and then Elijah Mitchell for sure. But arguably you can make a you can make a, a defense for Elijah Mitchell making it into one or two for running backs drafted. Um yeah, he might make the all rookie team. He might. Oh, yeah, for sure. Thousand, especially if you get a thousand yards. If he stays healthy, yeah. Uh, I don't know if he'll get a thousand yards. A thousand yards would be hard. I think he's at like six or maybe five hundred something right now. Yeah, I mean, but where the schedule is, I mean, shit, forty times a game, 10, 15, 20 carries. We got no one else to carry the ball right now. Yeah, Jeff Wilson's yeah. back. It's funny that he's not getting any carries, huh? Who? Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson. Shit, man, twenty touches against the Jaguars, and only what fifty yards? <laughs> and that was an ugly fifty yards. Any, I mean, Jimmy G has played him on that touchdown, but uh, we saw, we saw, we saw enough. We gave you a future role. He's a good supporting actor. I broke my TV on that throw, man. Yeah, yeah, it was a pretty bad throw. It's, I mean, let's get into it. Let's let's talk about Jimmy G. It's like, is he playing bad? No. But is he playing good? No. Hell no. Is he playing like above average? Yes. Is he playing barely above average? Yes. You know what I mean? So it's like, like, you know, you guys, everybody will tell you because I'm like the worst Jimmy G fan out there. No, I'm right there with you. I might be driving that bus. 
I'll be like, shit, cut him. But at the same time, he does run the offense. I'm saying, but he's like a he's a good role player. He's like that that fourth to fifth guy on your starting five. You know, just kind of, you know, just don't mess up. You know, just be out there. You know, call the plays, make some decent throws. I mean, because it's like fifty fifty with that guy. It's like one minute he'll throw a good ball and then he'll sell one high, or he'll stare at uh, Harrison Smith, uh, Smith right in his face and throw <laughs> the ball right to him. I was like, you looking right at him. So yeah, I mean that was a bad interception. I mean that was a bad interception. What are you gonna do? Cut him. Nah, but they already said uh, this is it. So Jimmy G's trying to build up his uh, his uh, net worth so he can get to go uh, pick up his value, go somewhere else. Which I don't know where he would go. All right, we'll see. We'll see. We need the man to play for a little bit longer. I do believe that Trey Lance needs some time to sit. Um, yeah, just watch, learn the plays, get some reps. You know, go go against that uh that good defense we have in practice. Joe Staley, take us out. <laughs> How's it go? Jimmy Time Sula, Jimmy Time Sula, open up my shirt. Like Jimmy Tom Sula Got the gold chain on like Jimmy Tom Sula <laughs>